Welcome to the English Waffle. Hello and welcome to the English Waffle, a podcast aimed at advanced English language learners who want to improve their listening skills by listening to real conversations. My name is Owen and in each episode Mike and I do a bit of waffling about a particular topic. This week we are not talking to Mike, um, we've got a, a chat with my friend Jess. We're going to listen to the second half of our conversation which we started in episode 45. Uh, so listen back to that one uh, if you want a bit more about the context. In this episode, we talk about politics, old TV programs, old friends, bonfires. Uh, there are brief appearances from our children, so we talk a little bit uh, about bilingualism, homeschooling during lockdown, and being an only child. And then we also share our experiences of teaching during the pandemic. Um, so lots to listen to. Uh, let's get started. Let's get waffling. Welcome to the English Waffle, where we'll talk about random stuff. We'll take you on a journey where you'll find out soon enough that listening to the waffle is an entertaining way of sharing with you foreigners the things that British people say. Woo! So join us on the waffle and strap yourselves in. Pretend all earth in minutes of English listening. Um, all part of my world domination plan. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, you're obviously not far behind uh, our mate uh, Donald Trump, are you? He's, uh, he's, he's. Well, it seems like he's failed, doesn't he? He hasn't managed even to to dominate the U.S. No. He's on his way out, isn't he? <laughs> yeah. So yeah. So Biden uh, did win. So in January we will have a new president and. Uh, Cautiously optimistic, excited to see what they bring. And does it make a difference? To you? Does it? Does it? Will it make a difference? Yeah, it does. It does yeah. make a difference to me. Because um, I well, just a, feel apart like from not having an idiot as your president, then what, what's the difference? <laughs> well, that's the main one. <laughs> and then I just, um, I'm not really sure yet. I just, I, I think it's kind of a wait and see. Yeah. And I think that's a, the way that a lot of Americans feel. Um, you know, I feel like it's kind of like this is such a strange election and it's such a strange time yeah. um, and things are so divided. And the more I read about how people get served up different information and different news, it kind of helps yeah. you understand where the different groups are coming from. But it also is frustrating because you don't really know what's real. Yeah. Um, so I think everyone's just trying to, you know, maybe this fresh blood and fresh ideas and um, hopefully is a step in the right direction. I don't I don't think they have all the answers. I don't think we're going to no, see like no. All this great changes right away, but I, I think I think maybe what America needs is a pause. Yeah. Um, and I think that's okay. I think that, you know, going from like Obama to to Trump is like that that was a really huge shift. Yeah. yeah. Um it's a huge shift for both sides. And I think that I think that the way that we're gonna make forward is like let's just take a breath and figure out what we need to do. Yeah. Yeah. Um so that's that's what I'm hoping that this administration can do. Yeah. Um, okay. Just kind of be a little bit more normal. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like not not on Twitter. Like I don't want to get information from my president on Twitter. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, 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 you know, I'm, I don't know why I asked why I mentioned Trump because I don't, I don't particularly want to talk about Trump too much. But it is quite interesting to hear your your perspective on on the election and stuff like that. But um, I really want to talk to you about. Can I can I talk to you? Can I ask you about? Family, can I ask you about Louise sure. and and Lucia, and because because I haven't spoken to Louise for 
well since since Spain. Um, yeah. And the pressure I get from Facebook, and I don't know if this started before before we saw each other in Spain or not, but um, is he has he become like Mister um, Cyclist? Is he just a super super cyclist now? So he was for a while. He was really really into bicycles, and he's got yeah. he was fixing bicycles and building bicycles, and he was doing really really long kind of like the the equivalent of marathons, but like with cycling, right. like they'll go for like 50 mile cycling trips wow. and um, a lot of stuff like that. And um, he's not really doing that anymore, but you right. know what he got is a motorcycle. Oh, so nice. Now he has a motorcycle. He's wow. got like a 1970s BMW motorcycle. So I now that's what he rides. I don't know what that is. Is that a really cool one? Yeah, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He loves it. <laughs> is it one of those like if you if you watch the film Easy Rider and you you know you 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 got a big mustache and and you you're riding down the the highway? <laughs> is it that kind probably. of born probably born to be wild it's a pretty, kind it's of thing? A pretty cool. It is a pretty cool motorcycle, but yeah. Um, yeah, he got that maybe in spring or early summer, and he's been riding it a lot. And now that our weather's getting colder, any chance he's get he's like oh, the weather's warm today. I'm going to go for a motorcycle ride. So he's doing that and really enjoying it. And Does he wear a leather jacket? Yes, of course he does. Of course, yeah. Does he wear shades as well? Uh, he's got like a really big helmet that like has all that stuff built in, I think. Uh, like, did, did he watch Chips when he was, when he was young? He probably did. Cause did you, do you remember that, Chips? So Chips was like a little bit before my time, but, oh, really? um, okay. but in Guatemala, they get everything later. Oh yeah, we probably did as well actually over here because yeah. we're, we're kind of the same age, aren't we? I think, yeah. I think so. So yeah, because so, Luis, so I was born in 1980, and so is Luis, and then yeah, so he would all those 70s mm. shows. He he watched all the 70s shows. I didn't. Mm. Okay, yeah. So um, we we got them later, so that's why I when I was growing up, I saw Chips quite a lot. That's interesting. Yeah, yeah, but I think we must. We yeah, must he had some, some other ones. Or what's the other one? Is it Night Rider? Yeah, we used to watch Knight Rider a lot as well. Did you watch that? Yeah, see, I never had that either. Ah, so it was be- that was before your time. Interesting. Yeah, I, I was also like not allowed to watch a lot of TV. So, and if I was going to watch something, that wouldn't have been my choice. So. Ah, okay. Yeah, well, it's kind of cars, boy stuff, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> You're not allowed to say that nowadays. That's not. That's not true. Yeah, girls can like cars. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, um, it just wasn't really my style. Yeah. So, but he's he's doing that and uh teaching and running the business and i don't know we do, have a lot of backyard bonfires okay that's that's quite interesting because i um have a back garden now i haven't had a back yep. garden for years and um we don't really do bonfires i mean people in the, in the area do um because we live we live out in the countryside um i don't know if, i don't know if i don't know if i've told you this jess but you know i live with my dad oh. at the moment Okay. And we live in the middle of the countryside in a small village. Um, and uh, Martin goes to the local school. And it's great, actually. It's really good. But for me, it's just like going back in time. I feel like I'm living somewhere that, you know, it just it just reminds me of my childhood because it's the kind of place I used to live when I was up until the age of about, yeah, even 15, 16, that kind of age, yeah. So, but yeah, you can have a back garden bonfire, but only at certain times a day. And it's it's not really something that people say, yeah, we, we're going to have a back garden bonfire. Uh, is that a thing? Oh yeah, we do all the time. Like we've like, got our fire and our neighbors have the fire. Like our whole block, everyone has a fire. 
Oh yeah, it's like a like a like a, a, a club. It's like or like a, yeah. an event. And we're like, hey, I ran out of wood. Can you give me some wood? And they give you some wood what, over the fence. But what do you do? What do you do at the fire? What do you, you just kind of warm your hands and stuff? Or yeah, we sit there. Sometimes we play music or listen to music oh, okay. or just you know have a drink outside. And you know, especially with COVID, you can't really do anything or go anywhere. Right. Um. So that's kind of what everyone's doing. But that's and that's the safest way to see anybody. So we're still seeing uh, our friends. And it's now that the weather's getting cold. Yeah. Like um, Karen comes to my house, we have bonfire. All right, you're seeing Karen. Yeah, I see Karen all the time. She's, yeah. Karen's coming to my house on on Sunday. Uh, no, I'm making say, uh, Mexican pozole, and we're gonna have a bonfire. Say say hi from me. I'm speaking to her for I years will. either. Yeah. Yeah, um, Karen actually, um, we saw Karen in Spain because she uh, she came to Spain for the wedding as well. Oh, okay. oh of course, with with Phil. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Wow. So that was really fun. But I see Karen pretty often. I talk to her several times a week, and then yeah. I probably see her. I don't know, two or three okay. times a month. Okay, well. so that's what we do at the bonfire we just go out and like hang out and talk and yeah yeah yeah, yeah before you'd have people over in your house but now you're yeah. not inside well, i'll tell you what we, we've got an interruption uh jess which is great this is martin do you remember him hi martin how are you do you remember, remember jess you probably, probably not you were a little no, baby with no. me you know what let me see if lucia is because lucia is doing virtual school let all me right see yeah break. yeah get her in there you're right this, this, I'm in this with is Jess. Okay. You, you met her I want you to see my in, in Spain. Oh, we'll come in when you're done. Let's move. Let's move the move the microphone away a little bit. So it's she's she's still in school. There, I think she's got another ten or fifteen minutes before they're okay. going to let her out. But okay. I'll I'll at least you can see her. Here she is. Well, I mean, we can we can we can do, do this again. We call again. Oh, hello. Hello. So cool. I'm not supposed to, I'm not supposed <laughs> to be interrupting her. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So she just does so, her school from here. Yeah, that's um, easier. Martin, we're 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 doing a we're doing a podcast, so we're we're we're, we're catching up and we're um, basically having a chat for the podcast. Oh, chat, chat for the cable. Chat. Are you alright? What's up? Are you bored? I think he's bored. Mm. Yeah, that happens. House house full of toys, uh, TV. Uh, tablet and he's bored lots of books yeah that's what I, I told Lucia because it was just her birthday October 1st and she got like tons of really nice toys from all of our family and friends and then same thing that I get oh I'm bored I yeah, said you know amazing, what so people spent so much time and money getting you nice gifts I'm like so either you go find toys to play with otherwise for Christmas I'm going to say you are not allowed to get any gifts <laughs> to play with them. yeah I've had that same thought yeah but you know what it is you know no, it is because because Lucia is an only child right mm -hmm. so I mean I think I think very often for for Martin it, it what he really what he really wants what he needs is is someone someone to do something with he doesn't really mind what it is uh, and so we're at. It's probably a good time to mention it. Um, Martin's actually doing a podcast as well, so he's got his oh, own podcast. Great. Yeah, I'll set. I'll Is send that the, you the mini waffle? Link. I saw that. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, it's the mini waffle. Yeah. So what so, does he talk about? Stuff, whatever. Yeah. Um, so far, we've got an episode about. Well, the, the first one we did was in May, and that was all about Song of Sounds, which is what he he learns at school to help him learn. Um, how to spell and things like that, and then we've we've done one about Sonic the Hedgehog, uh, which is pretty cool. And um, we've done a one about the Great Fire of London, which is quite an interesting one. Really? Uh, yeah, he's learning, uh, yeah, that, I don't learning know about, about that. At we had we had yeah. the Chicago Fire too, you know. 
Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. Maybe, maybe you should get Lu- 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 Lucia onto the mini waffle. We'll get Martin to interview her, and she can tell him tell him all about. Um, um, we can, he can do a bilingual one. Does, does Lucia speak much Spanish nowadays? So she was going to a bilingual school. Um, yeah. So it was like 80% in Spanish, which is great. Right. But we just switched her out of that school this year. She got accepted into a gifted program at another okay. school. Yeah. Um, which I actually thought that that was in Spanish because she did her test all in Spanish and got accepted into the ELL gifted program. And then we get What's in that? there and find out it's all in English. Oh. So, <laughs> but... Um, but the school is so good. I'm so happy with the actual education that Great. she's getting that I'm kind of like, yeah, whatever. So the short answer is yes, she can speak Spanish. She's a little bit out of practice right now, but um, that's another reason that we're going to Guatemala so we can kind oh, of get that of back up again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That'll, that'll, that's so, all she needs, isn't it? A good couple of months in Guatemala. Yeah, it's just a matter of out of practice. Talking it's, to you know, family. Before she was in school and doing everything in Spanish yeah. and now she's just with us and yeah. I'm lazy. <laughs> we still speak to her in Spanish and whatever, but um, yeah. yeah, she's definitely out of practice. Does, does she respond to him in Spanish or does she respond in English? Does she, well, both. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, sometimes you have to remind her to, yeah. to speak Spanish, yeah. but then she can and she does. Yeah, it's, it's, um, tri- it's, it's tricky for Martin. He, yeah, he, yeah. And not being immersed in it and like knowing that everyone speaks English is yeah. hard. Because I mean, even for me, I get lazy. Because um, sometimes I'm like, oh, I should practice my Spanish and then I'm going to practice Spanish and then... I ended up speaking Spanglish instead of really yeah. trying to work my way around it. Yeah, yeah. Um, and Luisa's grandma passed away about two years ago. And when she right. was still around, it was easier because she didn't speak English at all. So we had to speak Spanish. Um, so, but now yeah. she's not around. So now everybody, even our extended family who are Spanish speakers, also speak English. So. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, you, you don't have the need. The, the not exactly. forced. So Martin was just coming in again. I don't know. Anyway. Um, I agree yeah. with the boredness because that's what I'm seeing with Lucia too. And it's, you know, I think as a parent, it's, it's hard being, you know, on quote lockdown or yeah. shelter at home or whatever, whatever phase you're in, especially with an only child, because, you know, I don't think it's easier or harder. Like with two on one, it would be of multiple kids. They can play together, but then there also might be fighting or skip each other. So there's yeah, no exactly. guarantee. The different problems. Yeah. So yeah. I, and I think as a parent of a single child, I, I'm trying to find ways to, spend time with her and connect with her, you know, cooking together and reading together and yeah, yeah, go yeah. for walks together. But I mean, at the end of the day, you do all those things and you're like, all right, now what? <laughs> <laughs> we have, we have some neighbors two doors down that are really nice that they, they she's been able to still kind of see outdoors. And we'll, we'll, they put a, you know, we live in the city, so there's our back garden, our backyard. Yeah. And then the, um, we have a detached garage and then there's the alley where the cars can go in to access the garages. And our neighbors put a basketball hoop back there. Okay. So when Pretty the winter typical are, I can, in, the, in the U.S., isn't it? Yeah. So yeah. I'll well, I'll just hear the kids out playing basketball, and then I'm like, the neighbors are playing basketball. Go play with them. <laughs> cool, it's your opportunity. <laughs> so it's perfect. I'm like, you need some interaction. You need yeah. some exercise and some fresh yeah. air. So yeah, yeah. Um, but now it's getting colder, so we'll see. Yeah, cause, and it gets really cold where you are, doesn't it? Doesn't it? I mean, Chicago, um, well, the north of the United States in general. Gets really, really, cold. really cold. Is Chicago especially cold in terms in comparison with other cities? Or um, I would say I, it's I say it's right in the middle. You know, like yeah. we're not as cold as Minnesota or some of you know the really cold middle of Canada type of things. But um, yeah. but yeah, we're definitely like considered cold. Like yeah, it's yeah. bad. <laughs> yeah, we've been, we've had a, a good run of weather right now, so we're just being thankful for that. But usually it's yeah. really cold. 
right now it's snowing and yeah you get last like here on halloween it was snowing like crazy you get deep snow right i mean is this is this the kind of snow where it's kind of tough to go outside even and never mind yeah it depends on the year like we'll have some years that are really really snowing we'll have you know a meter of snow a couple feet of snow yeah. and i'd say average we get a couple inches and then it melts and we get a couple more inches um but the thing is it's just it is really cold and it's dark and it's icy so you, i mean you can't really go outside yeah yeah, yeah. But now, but now the joke is, you know, with COVID, we're like, we're just going to be Canadians. We're going to learn how to take it. <laughs> yeah, but don't like, they we're going to be like Canada. Like, we're going to buy warm coats and we're going to have bonfires and yeah. we're going to just make some tea and take it. Yeah, but aren't they all set up for really cold uh, winters where you can't go outside? Don't they have like, um, aren't they set up so they don't really have to go outside at all? So that, let's say they want to go shopping. They have like shopping malls, shopping shopping centers, which are completely interior. Oh, no, we have, well, we have all that too. That's how yep. we're set up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you could, yeah. you could do it. You don't actually. Except that now you can't go anywhere because of COVID. Yeah. That's true. Oh, so do you have to stay at home or not? Um, well, because <laughs> we don't have any clear leadership. <laughs> well, maybe. Yeah. Not, not, you haven't. You're, had... you're, in general, it's, it's, it's really confusing. So yeah, you're not, you're basically supposed to really limit where you're going most people are yeah. not going to shopping centers not going to movies right yeah. now in illinois all of our restaurants are shut down for indoor dining they okay. were open for a while at like 25 to 40 percent capacity but now it's all rolled back because our numbers were going up but they don't they actually don't think that the numbers are related to that they think the numbers are related to people having gatherings at their houses yeah that's kind of what they've said here as well i think it's not because for a time um you know large gatherings were were banned and we're, we're we're kind of in the same situation as you now we're back to uh not full-on lockdown because we've still got schools open we've still got um colleges open and universities and of course essential workers going to work um but pretty much everybody else is supposed to stay at home uh, yeah so i mean we can still go out but it's the same thing it's like really limited and maps and it's also very divided on people who are comfortable going out and doing things and yeah. people who are not yeah um how so, do you feel it, about that varies widely how do you feel about the whole mask thing do you do you mind wearing a mask does it bother you well or? i mean i think i think it's important and essential yeah I, I, I for short things i don't mind i don't like wearing it all day long so i think that would be a challenge if i had to be yeah. in a situation where i had to wear it for hours cause yeah Really, I'm not going out very often. When when I'm here at at work, we've got enough separate small rooms that um, we usually only have one or two other employees here at any time, and we can all be in our own room. So our kind of general rules: if you're in your own room with the door closed, you don't have to wear a mask. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. But if you're out together at the common area, wear a mask. Right. Um, and same right. thing, going to stores, wear a mask, not a problem. I mean, but if I had to go all day long wearing a mask, I think that would. Annoying. You you used to teach uh, English, right? Could you in in, in Spain? Could you imagine going to a class where all of your students had to wear a mask? Can you imagine how you would teach them? Well, yeah, it's actually similar to singing, and even with the kinder music, oh, right, we, do, we do yeah. language we do language development in infants. Yeah. Um, so it's not necessarily a second language, but it's yeah. just yeah phonemes and the how do you shape your yeah. mouth and yeah. how do you make these sounds and yeah. um. It's really, it's really hard. I actually think that that's better in a virtual setting when you can, it's better on a screen yeah. than in, in person with a mask. you get really close up and they can see your mouth really clearly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, or like a lot of the stuff that I do has a parent or caregiver present so I can teach them what to do with their child in person. Uh, okay. Um, but yeah. yeah, that's, I mean, 
the language development is really, really hard. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm working at a local uh, further education college and I'm teaching ESOL and uh, I'm okay because I, I go into the building and I wear a mask, but then once I start teaching, I've got my, my visor, I put my visor on so they can see me and my facial expressions and my mouth, etc. Uh, but then they all have to wear masks, so I'm I'm there, and some of these some of these students are just starting to learn English. So, you know, I'm 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 trying to understand um, pretty much anything they say, and it's pretty complicated. It, you, you you lose a lot by just not being able to see their mouth. Uh, I mean, and they're pretty limited anyway. But um, you can see the frustration with some of them, where where I'm I'm saying like, sorry. Can you say that again? I mean, that, that's quite good practice in some ways, but uh, they just have to say it again and again until like, oh, I see what you mean. Yeah, I've got it. Uh, it just adds yeah, an extra layer challenge. of difficulty. Yeah. We have one um, preschool that we work with for, for kinder music, and I don't teach it. One of my employees does, and so she zooms into their classroom. So the preschool is in session. There's two teachers and then the kids, and they're all wearing masks. Um, and then my teacher on Zoom zooming into their TV. Yeah. And then so basically she teaches the class and then the, the preschool teachers can do the music activities with the kids. Yeah. But part of our class is asking the kids for ideas of like, how do you want to move or how do you want to play yeah. this instrument or what's your yeah. idea? And she says it's a real challenge because she'll say it and then all the kids are wearing masks. So even, you know, English speaker to English speaker, they're like, oh, right, right. And she's well. like, it's a delay. She goes, because I ask them and then they say it and then their teacher has to figure out what they're saying and then tell me. And it needs to and be apparently they fluid. have two other yeah. remote learners that are zooming in. So there's my teacher, two remote learners, and then the group in the classroom. Wow. Because like other, people, other kids that are online, they can tell me their ideas really quick. She's yeah. like, but the classroom kids, it's like, what do you think? <laughs> they want to spin. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's like like, uh, like Chinese whispers, more or less, yeah. Uh, or maybe for you guys, yeah, broke, exactly. broken telephone, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we call it telephone. Uh, I I love the way you say and and the teacher zooms into the classroom. It sounds like you know, you know they just just kind of it sounds <laughs> like really, like, really sci-fi. <laughs> yeah, it's great. But I suppose Definitely. that's what we're doing. Yeah, yeah. It that's is. That's, I was just talking to um, a friend of mine the other day and saying, you know, back to the whole global internet and worldwide thing. I talk to people on in multiple countries and continents like every single day and I, I just think it's so cool yeah, yeah literally 10 minutes before i got on the phone with you i was talking to my friend in canada you yeah, know what i like yeah, have another colleague in yeah, australia yeah, yeah, and like yeah. it's just it's crazy that now yeah. it's like no big deal like that's it yeah. hey hop on yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> from anywhere um i mean we we should do it more often Yes, I mean, I don't, yeah. I don't, I don't know why. I'd, I'd love to see uh, Lucia again. I'd love to, I suppose, speak to Luis as well. And so let's hope, hope let's let's make this the first of of. Uh, I mean, I'm not. I don't. I don't mean every day. No, but obviously. Once a month but, or something. Uh, you know, that's going a bit too far. But um, thanks a lot for 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 speaking to me, Jess. And it's really great to see you again. And um, um, yeah, hopefully, it's been an interesting conversation. Yeah, it's been great. Thanks for having me. It's yeah. been awesome no to worries. reconnect no and. Miss you, and hopefully we can talk again soon. Yep, yeah, I hope so. All right, cheers. Welcome to the English world. Okay, so I've already talked about how nice it was to, to speak to Jess again after all these years. Uh, we haven't actually managed to do anything since then. That was sometime in December, I think. Um, but we will. We will, I'm sure. Um, so I won't go through too much now, except just uh, listen to this. Yeah, yeah, but I think we must... We yeah, must he has some other ones. Or what's the other one? Is it Night Rider? 
Yeah, we used to watch Knight Rider a lot as well. Did you watch that? Yeah, see, I never had that either. Ah, so that was, be- that was before your time. Interesting. Yeah, I, I was also, like, not allowed to watch a lot of TV. So, and if I was going to watch something, that wouldn't have been my choice, so. Um, there's also, obviously, lots we could uh, we could look at. But I, I just wanted to share this particular section because um, it's got a couple of really nice examples of uh, what we call uh, chunks of language which have been really squeezed together. So in Fast Rapid Speech, Mike mentions in another episode the work of Richard Caldwell, um, who's had a you know great uh, influence over both of us and our our approach to to listening and and uh, particularly real conversations. And um, one of the things he emphasises quite a lot is how three, four, and five uh, word groups are said incredibly quickly and squeezed together. We lose um, some of the vowels and and, and some of the consonants. Um, the words, the individual words, become quite hard to identify. Uh, they don't really sound the same as uh, the citation forms that you would would get in a dictionary when they are uh, pronounced in isolation and um, very often the the individual words become very difficult to identify Uh, and what you need to do really is to get used to hearing the chunks rather than identifying the chunks i think we must we must have been the first one we must have been i think we must we must have been uh, the repetition there either helps you or confuses you depending on what you're expecting to hear um both of course uh, features of of fluent spoken english um here's another one wouldn't have been my choice though wouldn't have been my choice with wouldn't have been the the most squeezed there wouldn't have been Perhaps made a little bit more complicated by the fact that there's there's no subject there either. So um, uh, really the whole phrase should be, it would not have been. Uh, and then my choice, so. Uh, the other interesting thing there is this so on the end of phrases, which we don't have time to talk about now. Um, just, to, just to round off this um, kind of mini analysis, um, it's quite clear that you can understand the conversation on some level without under identifying these chunks. Um, but if you really want to perceive the nuances, you really want to, to get to know the two speakers better, and this is true for any conversation you may participate in um, or, or um, just be listening to, then you really need to, to try to, to perceive these these nuances. Here we've got speculate, speculating about the past, uh, it must have been, and we've got um, wouldn't have been my choice, wouldn't have been um, is kind of a hypothetical situation in the past. So um, more complex grammar, um, but it needs to be said in the same uh, space of time. So uh, something is sacrificed, and here it is the clarity of, of these of the individual words being used. Um, if you're used to listening to the to the English language and, and, and real conversation, um, then you'll be you'll pick them up. Um, so if you haven't been able to and you find this really hard, keep listening. That's the key. Keep listening. Um, hopefully you'll get more um, analysis like this, more observations um, that we can uh, point out just to help you see what's going on uh, in conversations. Um, okay I think that's it for this fortnight Uh, we've got another episode coming up for you at uh, halfway through February so um, 
keep listening and uh, drop us a line if anything from this particular episode has is, is, is sparked your interest or if you've got any questions. Okay, you can find us on the English Waffle website, english.co.uk and um, go to the contact us section. Okay, keep waffling. Welcome to the English Waffle where we'll talk about random stuff. We'll take you on a journey where you'll find out soon enough. That listening to the waffle is an entertaining way of sharing with you foreigners the things that British people say. Woo! So join us on the waffle and strap yourselves in for ten whole earthen minutes of English listening.